Blog Talk Radio. Ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. everybody done brother phil here um thought i'd come back on um today and just talk about bible prophecy i haven't been on blog talk radio in a couple of years so um might as well just use this platform because it's better than all the other ones that i've been using um so uh, i want to first of all welcome you guys to the show um so I've been doing um, Blog Talk Radio since 2009, off and on. Um, believe it or not, without doing very many shows, the show has still kind of uh, did well for not you know, <laughs> doing shows. Um, you know, it's a, a good Watchman flow profile. Um, uh, Watchman um, is a good place for um, you know Watchman to come on and. Truth um, is not as um, evasive as Facebook is. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> so uh, let me um, play a clip for you guys. Second um, Timothy chapter three, and we'll go from there. Chapter three. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. 
For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jannes and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth, men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions which came unto me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, what persecutions I endure. Okay, so that is First, uh, Second Timothy chapter 3. It's about the last generation and how it's going to be. Um, so this um, is not only the world acting like this, but the church as well. People think that, you know, when they hear you know, these last day generational um, descriptions, they think it's talking about, uh, you know, the world's not a world act, but the church is guilty of it too, um, definitely, for sure. Um, I remember my son was telling me that he went to um, Bible camp, and in the bathroom, those you know, the kids were in the bathroom vaping, <laughs> and in the parking lot, they were smoking cigarettes. Um, so... If that don't give you a good description of where we at in time, I don't think nothing will. Um, I remember, you know, I, I live in um, my house, and, and right across the street is the Baptist church. I remember going over to the Baptist church, and a lady was sitting outside the church smoking. Now, I'm not judging nobody, but that's not good for the world to see. Of course, if you're ignorant of the Bible, you're ignorant of God's word, you probably really think that, you know, that's fine, that's okay, nothing's wrong with smoking outside of a church building, but I, I, I beg to differ. Now I want to um, play Second Peter chapter 3. Chapter 3. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So um, I'll stop it there. So you got the generation that's gone off the deep end, but along in that um, generation is infused people of the church who don't believe that we're in the end times. Um, 
not even this description can get somebody to think, oh, we may be in the end times because maybe God is, you know, but then the the grace that people like to uh, articulate is the grace that we call easy believism, where, you know, you know, people believe that God loves us so much that he's here to tolerate all our sins, but they do not read uh, Noah's Ark, you know, how God destroyed um, the world once before. They did not, not read um, what God did to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and a lot of, and sometimes Jesus even said, if, if God doesn't, destroy these people, then he would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. So that's Jesus speaking when he made comments like that. Um, so we're living definitely in the interesting times. We're living in the last days of the last days of the last days. And it's moments like this where we see the world going berserk and we don't think it can get any worse, and in fact, it ends up getting worse. Um, the Bible says that there, there's going to be a time where uh, a loaf of bread will cost a man a day's wage, and that's a lot of money. You know, especially if you, I mean, you're making a hundred, hundred twenty dollars a day, and after the tax man comes, I mean, you can only buy a, a loaf of bread. That's how much, you know, and it's casual how. The, the, the prices go up. It's casual. Because we've had it in times where prices go up and then they come back down. Prices go up and they come back down. And, and it's part of life. But one day, just like the proverbial frog, I mean, it's going to come a time where the uh, prices start to go up and they stay up. Uh, I just heard today um, that um, my hometown, well, not I mean, where I live at now, um, their rents. Um, is higher is is you know, it's a twenty percent raise and it's the highest percentage raise of rent in the whole country, and that's particularly because the people in Seattle are getting tired of living in Seattle, and and particularly it's probably because everybody find out that Spokane was a gold mine thanks to the Gonzaga Bulldogs, you know, because they were they were hyping us up on the television that. Uh, we are, uh, you know, it's a city, it's a, you know, hidden, and it's a good, it's a good place to live to raise your kids. And so now everybody is figuring that out. And once, once everybody figures it out, then the city that once was sparkling with gold ends up being being tampered with garbage. And I'm not trying to be mean or nothing, but that's how all the big cities have a downfall when everybody plan to move into those big cities once they find out it's a gold mine, but, but then supply and demand kicks in and, you know, and the popularity kicks in and then they raise the rent, they raise the food prices, they raise the car prices, they raise everything there. And, you, you know, but I'm off subject anyway. Um, so, you know, and, and we're living in interesting times. Um, one thing I want to know to talk about is, is a lot of people believe that every Christian is going to go in the rapture. Every Christian, whoever confessed the name of Jesus is going in the rapture, but that's not the case. Um, first of all, I want to talk about real quick, the left behind series. I want to use that word left behind because the world cannot be left behind. 
I mean, they never was part of the church anyway, so how could they be left behind? Left behind is a prophetic word because there's going to be people in the church who's left behind. Now, Jesus talked about the wheat and the tares, and the separation between the wheats and the tares will come at the last moment in time where he will separate those who love him to those who don't who are empathetic towards him. When you look at the um, Laodicean church, Laodicean church, Jesus said, I wish you were, you were hot or cold, but you're lukewarm. You're empathetic. You don't, you don't care about the things of God. You, 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 you're coming to church, but you really don't care about the God and you don't care about the kingdom of God. It says in um, Colossians chapter three, uh, that we should set our affections on things above, not on things below. We should not set our affections on the things on this earth. Uh, and when he comes, he's looking for a church that is separate from the world. And, you know, we have a lot of church members. You know, Jesus said to the church of Laodicea, he says, I wish that you, you know, um, he said that you're rich and you need of nothing, uh, meaning that, you don't need anything spiritually, at least not from Jesus. You 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 find perfectly fine going after the the things that God can give you, but you know, unfortunately, the devil can give you things too. And you know, Jesus was um, tempted by the devil, and 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 the devil came and said, "I can give you all these things if you follow me." And that's why I kind of liken the Laodicean church is that they're rich and they need nothing because maybe they just took an offer that they couldn't refuse. And, and the things of God is on doormat for, for their own purposes. You know, um, what happened in the garden is that Adam and Eve, um, you know, they said, if we take the fruit, um, we take the fruit, we, you know, he said, we'll die. But he says, she says, if we touch it or we eat from it, we'll die. So she kind of adds the touching part in there. And a lot of times people, you know, we do that is we we kind of make make what God said we cannot and can, can do. And a lot of times people just ignore it in the first place. But we can get our own gospel, uh, just like Adam and Eve did. They came up with their own thing they came up with their own salvation matter of fact they covered themselves um with um leaves and god had to take that off and he had to cover them with his own meaning that he would eventually send a savior to the world to cover man's sin well anyway um so so um you know we, uh, I've been on um, Law Talk for a while, for a couple of years now. I noticed that you know the people are still listening to the shows, which is good. Uh, I think that's an outright blessing to be able to have people come and listen to the shows. Um, and and I'd like to thank everybody out there who who have listened to prophecies on in the past. Uh, thank you very much, and especially if you listen to more than one show. Uh, that's a blessing as well. Um, so Jesus said in Matthew 24, 
44, it says, Therefore, be ye also ready for at a time which is for such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Um, we get, um, we live in an age of apostasy, and we have to be careful when we ours, even even as you listen to me. We have to be Bereans and, and go out and test what is being said. One of the things that I noticed that, you know, even some of the better preachers or pastors have been misled or misleading themselves. Uh, we have one pastor who is really famous, got a worldwide ministry, and he is uh, teaching that annihilation is hell. I mean, that means when you die, you go back to nothing. And to me, that's false. Uh, that's false teaching. And we have a lot of pastors out there who mean well, and they and they they preach for the most part okay, but then they are still leading people astray. Um, like for instance, I know some of y'all probably get angry when I say this, but the ABCs of salvation. Um, I guess it's the start, but it's not the continuation of salvation. Salvation is not just saying something; it's it's actually believing and doing something. You know. Um, if you don't have a changed life, then God is going to mark you as, as not right with him. Um, so what we need to look at in, in these last days is are we are we doing what God wants us to do? He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. You keep my commandments. Keeping his commandments is, is an identification that you love him. And people like to say that, you know, Jesus is love. He loves everyone. He would never do this or that, you know, fill in the blank. But if you love him, you would keep his commands. You would do what he says. Then they turn it into a works base when you tell them that. And the Bible says in James that, that um, you know, faith without works is dead. And then they justify that. So they justify more things and the Bible, then we justify for those who say, you know, you have to live a life pleasing to God. Be holy for I am holy. What kind of holy is God talking about? He's talking about the, by the power of God, be holy. By the power of God, live a righteous life. Let Jesus live through you. And, and see, people think, well, he meant being perfect. You know, some, some of the Laodicean churches, yeah, they might preach that that you have to be perfect. And then they they tell you to exercise that perfection, but it'd be in the flesh. It's not by the, the spirit of God that, 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 that we're being holy. Okay. Um, so we have to think about those kind of things. Uh, I, I want y'all to listen to little Richard. Y'all know little Richard, um, who was a singer. He got saved at the end of his life. And I wish all, I wish a lot of entertainers would get saved at the end of their life. Anyway, let's listen to him and see what he had to say. Well, he's known as the architect of rock and roll, a music icon who's entertained generations of people. Little Richard visited Southern Illinois today, and News 3's Colin Dorsey sat down with him for a rare interview. It's his first television news interview in years. This music legend only sitting down to an interview with Danny Shelton of Three Angels Broadcast Network once before today. 
a rock and roll icon, he says those days are well behind him. Well, back at the time, you were thinking about how you, how you could become bigger and bigger and make more money. He says it all became too much when he saw people idolizing him and flocking to his concerts. At first, I was making $35,000 a night. Then it came to fifty. Then it came to $100,000 an hour. Richard Penniman, also known as rock and roll legend Little Richard, says choosing between his fame and his faith was one of the best decisions he's ever made. I didn't feel right anymore. I would sing and do things, but, you know, I wasn't a part of the in crowd anymore. And he said he started getting concerned about his place in the world. I started thinking, I started just thinking about Jesus. I started thinking about the world is going to end soon, all the trouble of the world. It's a change 3ABN president Danny Shelton says is amazing. I had the privilege of meeting numerous people, but those, the testimonies are almost always the same. I made up my mind that I'd rather have Jesus than anything the world could afford today. Shelton says though Little Richard stepped off the rock and roll stage, his impact is still felt around the world. He, he influenced millions in his younger days. Now he influences millions for the cause of God. Once uniting people around his music, he's now uniting people around his story. In Thompsonville, Colin Dorsey, News 3. Oh. Well, he was talking about the end times as well. That kind of fed in to what we're talking about here. Um, so um, on the next show, whenever I decide, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this once a week or try to do it as often as I can, but on the next show I want to talk about um, the qualifications of making the rapture because people think that every Christian is going to go in the rapture. God is actually rewarding those who of righteousness who um, identifies as righteousness through Jesus Christ but at the same time live a life that's pleasing to God. And um, one of the things that I want people to know from this show is that if you don't want to go in the rapture, you don't go. Because uh, remember Lot's wife, she looked back. Well, Jesus was trying to tell us something there. He was trying to tell us that since she looked back, that's he turned into a pillar of salt. And if, if now Lot's wife knew that what was happening. They, she knew that the angels was there. She knew she was leaving the city. Well, in the end times, some people are going to know that Christ is coming. They're going to see a lot of misfires. They're going to see a lot of um, phony dates. Um, they're going to see <laughs> dates that uh, said that, you know, he was coming back, but he didn't. Of course, people will call that sin. Um and now, um, so people would uh, say, well, those people who make those dates are wrong, but and technically they're not. Um, because God, ne well, people say, well, since um, he has said no man knows the day and hour, uh, we won't know. But that's not the case at all. That's not what he was saying. Um, technically, he was referring to the um, Rosh Hashanah Feast of Trumpets. Um, that's the same, and only the Father know that's part of their heritage uh, of the Jewish people who who would 
have a husband um, or a future husband go and prepare a place for his wife and he would go back to his father's house and he would tell her that in my father's house, I, you know, I'm going to fix it up for you and I'll come back at a specific time and come get you. And then when I come get you, you have to be ready because uh, I'm coming to get you on a specific time. Um, and you need to be ready. Anyway, um, so I'm going to try to do keep doing shows. I don't know. I guess it's working. I have actually got a noise reducer on my uh, microphone. So I can um, talk and speak and you won't hear the background noise. So that was a test right there. I actually wanted this to be a kind of a test show, um, but I wanted to see because my wife was taking the dog out and I noticed that you can't, you can't really hear um, her and the dog. This dog is pretty strong, so he's making a lot of noise as he flies by, but evidently, no, I can, and then I actually paused the microphone I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pause it again. See what happens. Okay, so I just got to say testing, testing one, two. So yeah, this is a test show because I haven't done show. uh, I haven't done um, the show since 2018 on Blog Talk Radio. 2018. That is a long time. Now I don't have any earphones or nothing, so um, uh, you know I got commercials. I got all kinds of. Um, sounding, um, but I don't have any earphones hooked up to the uh, device, so I can't really tell what's playing. Um, but anyway, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said before, this is partially a test show. I'm just trying to um, see um, if it's working, but I um, also want to get the word out. Um, Jesus is coming soon. Uh, get excited because one day when you least expect it, when the world least expect it, Christ is going to return for his church and it's going to surprise everyone, including us watchers. It's going to be a position where we see the day approaching, but we're still going to be surprised because, you know, you, um, Because you 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 know we we've been watching for years, and for him to come back, you're still going to be surprised. And even if you not even if you know he's coming back, you're still going to be like, oh, I'm still surprised. And yeah, you're going to be surprised. It's not going to be something where you're like, oh, I knew it was going to 100. percent You know it's going to happen. I mean, some people are feeling in their spirit when it does come. People are going to be like, oh, I kind of I felt it in my spirit, and I knew he was going to come. And you know, and that's and that's that's understandable. You know, God's gonna. You know, the Bible says a God that won't do anything unless He tells His prophets and priests first, and kings and priests. And yeah, I mean, He's telling a lot of us that He's coming back. Um, and some of us have been watching more than fifty years. Some of us have been watching more than twenty, you know, thirty years. Some of us have been watching more than twenty years. Some of us just started. I always said in my, you know, in my past, I said, "Blessed is the person who 
when Christ returns, just started watching. I mean, that it'll be nice. I mean, that that that's that's a dream. Of, I mean, an unchanted dream that never will happen. But I would have loved to just got interested in in Jesus' return just before He comes. That's like you know, uh, easy way in. <laughs> Anyway, God bless everybody out there. I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. I'm going to try to keep doing these shows. Um, this is the time where, you know, keeping keeping uh, up the breast with uh, news and, and things out of the Middle East, definitely. Take a look at the Middle East. Uh, that, that, you know, they, Israel's changing leadership, so that may factor in big time to Christ's return as well. Anyway, I'm going to use the intro for the outro. God bless you guys. Have a blessed day. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. The Prophecy Zone. The Prophecy Zone.